Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. Transmitting across America. Turn it up. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. Welcome to Friday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. It's Dirk's day. Ooh. Old Dirk Diggler will be in later. (laughs) Bentley. Dark's Bentley will be in <laughs> later. Diggler, I was like, whoa. <laughs> Thank you very much for being here. We'll go around the room and check in on everybody's lives. That's what we do this this time of morning up first. Our video producer, Eddie. What up, Eddie? Good morning. Good morning. So my 15-year-old son came to me and said, hey, I want to start watching Outer Banks because all my friends at school have been watching it. And I saw the first one. I don't know. I think there's two. Whole season or episode? A season. Okay. And I saw the first season probably two, three years ago. I don't really remember it, but I do... Remember that it's kind of like they're party. They're 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 a party crowd, so they do stuff like hook up with each other and drink and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know if I want my 15 year old son watching this, but he swears, got dad, the entire school is watching this. But I know Ray's seen it, and I think Lunchbox has seen it. Do you think it's okay for my 15 year old to watch Outer Banks? Lunchbox. Yeah, he's 15 years old, man. Ray. Yeah, I mean, he's in high school. He yep. can definitely watch it. Exactly what I'm saying. And he's like Teletubbies, right? Like, exactly, Is there man. any chance you can watch this without picking up Mimi. bad habits? Eddie, sometimes you're a little overprotective. Man, <laughs> I, I mean, do I trust Ray and Lunchbox, though? Well, okay, there's a site called Common Sense Media, which Amy brought to us. Yeah, okay. and it I, says, I, I'm on it. Come on, Amy. That it's 12 and up, five stars. 12 and up, Eddie, 12 not 15. Up. Oh, man, okay. <laughs> For Outer Banks. Okay, well, maybe. Kid, hold on, there's two ratings here. Mm-hmm. Parents say four out of five, so that's still really good. Like four out of five stars, and it's okay for yeah. a twelve-year-old to watch. Yeah, my son's fifteen, <laughs> and kids say five out of five stars. Of okay. course. <laughs> I mean, is that a? <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Helicopter. I remember, there's, there's a guys, I remember watching this and being like, "Yee, that's crazy." He's also fifteen. I know. All right. All right. Thank you, Eddie. Up next, lunchbox. Everybody, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I got a question for you, Bobby, okay. and I need to know what I need to do. Uh, you guys all got those Nashville SC jerseys the other day. I didn't get one, and I don't know why. I'm the only one that in here that's a true fan. I have season tickets, and so do I. Do I need to threaten, like, send an email and say, "Hey, I'm going to cancel my season tickets"? I think it was a mess up. So for our listeners, there's a soccer team in Nashville. 
the Nashville SC Soccer Club, and they sent us all Johnny Cash jerseys. Black jerseys. Like men in, man in black jerseys. They look awesome. awesome. They look awesome. And I know nothing about it. I didn't think I got one. I thought Eddie only got one. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. I was a little jealous. Then we all had one. And in typical fashion, yeah. lunchbox, right. and somebody else didn't get one too. Ray. Ray. Yeah. Did you ever get one, Ray? No, I probably am never going to get one because I told Scooby to drop it. I've well, moved one, on. One of you, it has arrived. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, Let's here we go. go. Who it, it, it better not be Ray or I'm going to lose it. Scoob, would you bring it to me, please? I am going to lose. Because listen, the home opener is tomorrow. Oh, really? You see, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Eddie doesn't even know. It is the opening game of the oh, MLS season. Hey, oh, that's my. cool, dude. We should go. So they did send us this. Oh. It's, it's one they forgot to put in the shipment. Let's go. Who do you think it is? Do you think it's... <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's got to be Lunchbox. Do you think it's Ray or Lunchbox? Got to be Lunchbox. Please be, so be Lunchbox. Just I'm going to so be so mad. Calm down. Like, because I have a... You know, you have those ticket people that you buy them, but you give a ticket rep. Yeah. I, I want to send her an email. But if you... If and you, and oh. cancel your season tickets? Yeah. And be like, look, I don't know what's going on. The disrespect is reaching an all-time okay. level. All-time high. Please be happy. Oh. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's, there's Ow. no name on it, so it's Lunchboxes. Yeah! Oh! Let's go! I didn't know who it was going to be. Oh, man, I just knew they had that? sent one up here. Yeah, because he did not want his name. Yeah, you don't want your name. Why? Because you don't like hanging out with our listeners. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. were annoying. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow, dude. What talking about? Oh, so I told you, since you ordered yours different, it, was, it probably was just taking oh. longer. Hey, I take everything back I said about National SC. You guys are amazing. He's going to cancel his tickets. And why is he number two? I thought it was like 2023. I don't know why he's number two. That that was was my jersey number in high school, man. Oh, Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Uncle Rico over here. That's the number I wore. And what? Soccer. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, there's You guys didn't have a number in high school? Yeah, but I don't wear wear it. Yeah, well, what number would you want me to put on there, man? I don't know, man. (laughs) Although I should. Because I'm always like, I don't know, number one. But I'm going to do the lunchbox and ask for my old high school football number now on my jerseys. Which is yes, what? Yes, absolutely. 89. 89. Okay. Why would you not do that? And then people are going to ask me. Baby. I'm going to be embarrassed to tell them why my number What's is 89. Up? That's cool, dude. Yeah, you, you look good. Okay, let's go over to Amy. Here she is, Amy. Woo. Let's go. What's going on in your life? Well, I experienced customer service at its finest. I had to have some work done on my patio. Nothing crazy, but worker came out, did a great job, paid them. Then a few days later, I get a handwritten thank you note in the mail from the company with a $10 Amazon gift card. I was like, okay, I will definitely be hiring wow. you again. So you just need to be given a gift card and A, they didn't have to send a handwritten thank you note mm-hmm. for hiring them. And then they certainly didn't have to include a gift card to Amazon. Mm-hmm. So I just thought it was like locking in that, hey, if you ever need us again, we're your people. So what they did is they overcharge you by $10 every time. I don't know that that's true, but that's funny. (laughs) I don't know. I just thought it was really nice. All right, finally. From Mount Pine, Arkansas, he loves his Hyundai SUV, and he's the guy that most kids want to be. Bobby Bones. Thanks so much. Hey, here's the thing. I made fun of Eddie maybe yesterday when he was like, I'll tell you, man, uh, maybe I'm getting old. But they just don't put as much deodorant in the old deodorant stick. <laughs> come on. Come on. Talk to me. Well, I looked at my deodorant, and I didn't see any difference. I went home oh. and looked at it. Oh. But then my ritual every morning is I love cereal. Like, love cereal. I need it every morning. They don't put as much cereal in the cereal boxes anymore. They literally don't. <laughs> it's two bowls, and it's almost all the way gone. Hey, you better believe you it. You put me on this, and I'm like, oh, my God, Eddie's onto something. Dang right. 
So I, it's two bowl, it's two bowls, and there's just enough nutty for a full bowl. So you go ahead and you cap it off. What? You must eat big bowls. No, they're no, no, normal it's bowls. Not. Hey, I'm not big deodorant. It's normal. <laughs> You're not big deodorant. I mean, you know, I'm not using a live deodorant. Yeah, we can tell. But I'm jumping on. Wow, dude, they're getting. They don't this. put near as much cereal in the boxes as they used to, and just a normal box. And they think we're dumb. We're not. We we're are, smart. but this one we catch. Okay. Yeah, we <laughs> are. We all pay more because it's like they're putting less, but the, they charge more. I wish they would overcharge me and give me a $10 gift card of the prize in the cereal. Exactly. That'd be nice. Then I would be like, I okay. love this cereal. Yeah. <laughs> Time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones, a co-worker friend, and I both love Morgan Wallen, and I purchased pre-sale tickets for us to go see him in May in Houston. I purchased the tickets in November. It's now February. I've not been paid back for her ticket. She told me she'd Venmo me the money back for her half, but Venmo wasn't working then. Upon finding out this information, she offered to bring me cash, and she never did that. I've been patiently waiting since November for her half of the money that she owes me. I'm not sure to kindly say it. We work together. We're also friends. It's awkward. What do I do? Thanks for the advice. It's greatly appreciated. Sign, money for Morgan. Well, this is pretty easy because Venmo's working now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. You just sent somebody some five bucks. So you send a request and you go, need my money. Then you play them that Rihanna song. Be better have my money. <laughs> you just have it playing at your cubicle. Hey, would you mind coming over? We'll talk about some stuff. And you keep it jammed up. But you do Venmo and then you do email and you go, hey, the show's coming up. I should have got your money. You get, that's easy too, like getting closer to the show. Show's coming up. Uh, so I've got your money for the ticket. If you want to send a Venmo, that's fine. Or here's my cash. Whatever it is. It's a very easier, it's a very easy thing. It gets even easier as you get closer to the show. But I would start with the Venmo request. Because it's working now. Yeah. I'm not sure it wasn't even working then, I'll be honest with you. Amy? Yeah, I mean, this is always hard. It's awkward. But Venmo request is awesome. Mm-hmm. Because they get an email notification or a text. It's like so-and-so. I mean, I love the request. Sometimes I owe people money and they do the request thing. I owe somebody money now. I just it- thought about it. Oh, oh, see? Yeah, 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 me. And, $200. No, I do not owe you jack. Yeah. I, don't, I don't see the request as a rude thing at all. I see it as helpful. Like, oh, yeah, and then you get to just press the button and pay the... It's so much easier. So hopefully that's exactly what will happen for you. If not, hold the tickets hostage or... Yeah, yeah. That'd, be, that'd be healthy for it. That'd be even healthier than what she's worried about being awkward. Totally. Yeah, hostage ticket holding. Very yeah. healthy. You should offer someone else the tickets. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Unless you get paid. Say, so, hey, I'm going to... Tommy... He's really, he loves Morgan Wallen. And he's like, if I have an extra ticket, and I realize you hadn't paid for yours yet, so... Boom. I sent you Venmo. Mm-hmm. I'm playing B Better Have My Money. And I still haven't <laughs> got anything. So, tick, tick, tock, tock. That's it. All right, thank you for the email. It's as easy as the first couple things I said. Not that last option of oh. hijacking. That was a yeah. joke. Yeah. yeah. Holding it hostage. All right, thank you. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. I send everybody away on Thursday, and I say, don't come back unless you got a fun fact for tomorrow's show. Right, everybody? Right. Yep. Fun Fact Friday. Yay! Around the room with the most fun fact. Amy, you're first. In 1946, a trapped moth caused an early computer model to malfunction, and that's how we get the term bug as a reference to software I didn't know issues. that. Oh. Yeah, I got a... What year? There was a computer in 46? Yeah, it, was, it says a computer model. Uh-huh. So some sort of... Those things used to be huge. They'd be like, this thing can send one message to another and it'd fill up an entire room. <laughs> like way back in the day, it would take all that. Like, like a generator to send an email. Crazy. But I didn't know Moth. That's, that's pretty interesting. Lunchbox. Uh, how long before you had to go pee? Like when you... Oh, I can hold it. And it's like, oh, and then you got to go pee. <sighs> From the moment that you realize you have to pee? Yeah. 
I don't try to hold it very long. That's bad for you. They yeah. Said. I guess how long are our segments? Yeah. I, <laughs> why do you ask? <laughs> because wood frogs in Alaska, they hold their pee for up to eight months. Mm. It why? Can't, like, how when do they not explode? Do they not drink any more water? They It recycles inside their body, Ooh. and it keeps them alive while the winter is going on. That would be legit if our mm. food could just recycle inside of us. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be just like we in never a circle. Eat. Yeah, it'd be awesome. All right, Eddie, what do you have? So the, in the ocean, there is enough salt to cover the entire world with 500 feet thick salt. Like that's how much salt oh, the there entire is. world? The entire world. Isn't that crazy? Like 500 think, feet tall of salt. Think of when you're cooking, like, oh, a little pinch of salt. Dude, that's how much salt there would be if you took it out of the ocean. How do they figure that out? I don't know. They, 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 they have to guess. They they guess. guess. At some point. No, somebody took the salt. Out of the I don't think that's true. Ocean right. is. Yeah. Uh, Morgan, go ahead. <laughs> Roller coasters were invented to distract Americans from sin. So businessman LaMarcus Thompson hated that Americans were tempted by saloons and brothels. So he built roller coasters for good, clean fun. Well, it only distracts them for like, I don't know, three minutes. <laughs> yeah, very short. Back in the brothel we go. Huh? That was fun, fellas. <laughs> Quick trip to the saloon and over to the brothel. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> I need a drink after yeah. this ride. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, Americans spend almost $100 billion bucks a year on the lottery. Now, that's a lot of money, but I don't like those stores that are like, they spent $10 billion on chicken wings. And I'm like, what does that even mean? <laughs> like, so here you go. $100 billion a year on the lottery is more than we spend on books, movies, music, video games, and tickets to sporting events combined. We spend more money on wow. the lottery as Americans. Books, movies, music, video games, and tickets, you combine them all together, it's still not as much as we spend on lottery tickets. Gosh. That's crazy, man. Where if you read more books, you could actually make more money. Not have to buy lottery tickets. But you had to spend money. Once you read that book, you had to spend money to make that money. So No, you you learn things you could do, like skills. All right. No, not all right. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, yes. I say so. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you. I just thought it was crazy we spent more money on lottery tickets and all those other things combined. That's There's nice. a lot of dreamers yeah. out there. That's No, but that's you, as a dreamer, you don't play the lottery. As a dreamer, you chase your dream by doing the work and making a strategy to make it come true. No. As a— True. No, that's called a grinder. That's someone that wants to grind. This is, no, dreamers grinder are, something different. Okay, never mind. Fun Fact Friday. Yay! Come on! It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. There's a group in Tampa called the Rough Riders, and they donate over 10,000 teddy bears to people who need a little love each year. We collect teddy bears throughout the year. We probably collect over 10,000, mostly from the community at large, and we will sort the bears here in our warehouse at our facility in Tampa, and we will redistribute them to children's hospitals, VA centers, assisted living centers, pretty much anybody in need of a teddy bear and a little bit of love. Are these guys the ones that are on horses? Yes. And so uh, they're see on- a bunch of guys on horses with teddy bears run through the neighborhood. That'd be weird. I mean, like, what the crap's yeah. happening? <laughs> they're, the on, they're on horses, and they're called the Rough Riders because back in the day, President Teddy Roosevelt, his cavalry was called the Roosevelt Rough Riders. And that's also why they deliver teddy bears, because mm, of Teddy Roosevelt. It. Thank Boom. you very much. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. The easiest trivia game ever. It's easy oh. trivia. The category is Bobby Bones Show. Eddie, we'll start with you. You're the champ. Thank you. Thank Who's you. the oldest on the show? Oh, that's me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. That was easy. Morgan, whose significant other is nicknamed Bay? Oh, Raymundo's wife. Uh, yeah, Ray and Bay. Yes. Raymundo and Baymundo. <laughs> so if you say Raymundo, you got to say Baymundo. I like that. Yeah. Amy, how many books have I released? 
two, three. Should that your answer? Yeah. It is three. That's correct. Lunchbox, what anniversary is the show celebrating this year? Oh, 10 year anniversary. In Nashville, in correct. Uh, yeah, good. Nice job. Okay, so you're all through the first round. That was woo. super easy. Yeah. Now, Eddie, you're in the lead here. You do have the tiara on because oh, you're the reigning champion. Oh, yeah. I saw someone out in public the other day. They said, where's your tiara? I'm like, I don't wear it every day. You should, though. That's should. what I do. Also, if you miss a question, you'll hear this sound. You've been boned. The goal is not to be boned. Here we go. Signature fast food items. Eddie, mm-hmm. what restaurant's signature items at Cherry Limeade? That's Sonic. Correct. Morgan, what fast food's restaurant signature item is a Whopper? Ooh, Burger King. Correct. Amy, what fast food restaurant's signature item is the Blizzard? Dairy Queen. Good. Lunchbox, what fast food restaurant's signature is the Big Mac? McDonald's. Yep. Boom. Let's go to the next round. The category is 90s country. Yes. Yes. Eddie, who released Fancy in 1990? Bones, that's Reba. Correct. Morgan in 1993. What year were you born? That year, 1993. Who released Should Have Been a Cowboy? Toby Keith. Correct. Wow. Huh. Amy, 1995, who released I Like It, I Love It? I like it. I love it. I want some more. Um, Tim McGraw. When you got to Tim, I thought it would kind of flow out, but she yeah. like, went through a bunch of Tims. <laughs> like, what other I mean, Tim? What other Tim was yeah. Tiny I Tim. I just wanted to Tim. be sure. <laughs> Tim Tebow. Lunchbox, who released Amazed in 1999? Thank you. Lone Star. Correct. Okay. <sighs> category three. Slightly harder, still very easy. Come on. The category is name that Bobby. Oh. Eddie, famous radio host and winner of season 27 of Dancing with the Stars. Hey, that's you, Bobby Bones. Thank, thank you. Uh... The name of a kind of sprung hairpin or small clip. Oh, a bobby pin. Correct. What is Will Ferrell? Amy, what is Will Ferrell's character name in the movie Talladega Nights? Oh gosh. What is Will Ferrell's character name? Oh, oh, Ricky Bobby. Correct. I would have also accepted Tim. (laughs) Ricky Bobby. That was tough one, Amy. Lunchbox, celebrity chef, restaurateur, and reality television personality. Name that Bobby. Bobby Lay. Correct. Mm. Superhero real names. Eddie, what superhero's real name is Bruce Wayne? Okay, I thought you were selling Bobby's. Um, no, I said superhero first <laughs> no, names. I know, but I'm like Bobby, Bobby, Batman. Ah, uh, that's Batman. Correct. Uh, Morgan Clark Kent. Superman. Correct. Peter Parker, Amy. Um, Spider-Man. Correct. Lunchbox, Tony Stark. <laughs> Iron Man. Correct. We're rolling. We're rolling faster now, guys. Women of 2000s country is the category. I hope you dance in the year 2000, Eddie. I hope you dance in the year 2000. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Martina McBride. (gasps) Wow. Morgan, you knew that one, right? Yeah. yeah. I Ouch. knew it. Wow. No, 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 you didn't. Uh, Eddie, you're yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Morgan, who released Redneck Woman in 2004? Gretchen Wilson. Correct. Who released Suds in the Bucket in 2003, Amy? Sarah Evans. Correct. Lunchbox, who released This One's for the Girls in 2003? What? <laughs> this One's for the Girls. This One's for the Girls. I've never heard that song in my life. This one's for the girls. 
The girls over here, girls over there. Everywhere, shaking girl, their tails. Girl, shaking their tails. Everywhere. Shaking their tails, girls, girls, girls. That's Molly Crew. Oh, yeah, Faith that's Hill. a good one. Who? Faith Hill. You've been boned. The answer is Martina McBride. Oh. <laughs> We're this terrible, dude. Have you ever heard that song? No. We're down to two. Yeah. We're down to two. It's Morgan and Amy. Oh, let's go. The category is famous U.S. locations. Oh. Morgan, the Gateway Arch is in what state? St. Louis. Correct. <gasps> state. You said state. I did say state. You That's said incorrect. State. You been. I did say state. I did say state. You're right. Terrible. The question okay. is what state? The answer was Missouri. I just heard St. Louis. Okay. Dang. Amy, if you get this, you win. I am. <laughs> she just jumped on it. I know. It's in St. Louis. Amy, what state is Area 51 in? Okay. All right. Let me think. It's one of those over there. So the West. Is it Nevada? I don't know if there's another one. Nevada. Correct winner. Oregon. You had it. You didn't think about it. Dang. Amy is our winner. Nice job. You get you a point there. I think you have two points now. You're one away from Eddie. Yay. Let's go. That's easy trivia. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm, What a tough loss for Morgan there. Yeah, All right, back in a second. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it. You know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines. Plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's Place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest. 
Sue Brewer, and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. This is Colton from Missouri. I just want to say how much you guys mean to me. I listen to you guys every day, and I've listened to you for about a year now, and you guys just mean so much. You're some of my best friends. So I just want to say I love y'all, and you're the best. Dang, either is a dare that somebody said, do that, dude, because they're idiots. And you should go and say, yeah, it almost sounds like somebody put them up to it. (laughs) Hey, man, call and act like you love these guys. They're they're awful. (laughs) Or just like a really kind kid. And Colton, thanks. I appreciate that. I always felt like the morning show that I listened to growing up was, even though I never knew them, like I felt close to them. Oh, yeah. Like Tommy Smith and Big Dave, who I listened to growing up. And also Bob Robbins, but he played more music on the country station. But Tommy Smith, they talked the whole time. And I was like, man. I want to be Tommy Smith's friend. And then one day I met Tommy Smith because he worked in the building that I worked. And I saw him in the hallway in Little Rock because I worked in Little Rock for a while. And I said, hey. And he thought I was like an intern. He was like, hey, would you give me some coffee? Oh. Happened to me twice in my career. Once with oh. Tommy Smith, once with Bob Cole oh, wow. in Austin. They both thought I was an intern. <laughs> <laughs> and you worked And, and there. they both asked me to get them something. Wow. Yeah. And in both cases I did because I was like, okay, yes, sir. <laughs> and I don't think they ever knew I wasn't an intern. What was it, Bob, Sammy, what? Bob and Sam, Kurt, Sammy and Bob, Sam, not, not Sammy Kershaw, Sammy already. Yeah. Okay, Sammy already. He he asked me to get uh, copies of paper off the photocopier for him, mm-hmm. and I should have looked. I probably looked like an intern to him, but I was like, no, this is my first day at the Bobby Bone Show. See, Amy knew how to do it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, whatever you need, I'll clean your feet, uh, clean your toes, whatever. Uh, thank you, Colton, for that call. We appreciate it. The Bobby Bone Show. Here's one of our favorite moments from the last ten years in Nashville. Eddie claims that if you really love someone, that go. Going from West Virginia down to Tennessee is not that far in distance. I have decided that $10,000 to this charity, the National Angels, and I will walk from West Virginia down to Tennessee carrying love on my back. He's so talented. I'm crossing the street, guys. There he is. Yeah, yeah. 100 miles. You did it. Tennessee. Almost $200,000. You made it. Eddie, you made it. How do you feel right now? I feel good. Oh, I feel so good. <laughs> uh. Hyundai is celebrating the 10-year journey of the Bobby Bones Show. Live from Nashville. Just want to say love your show. The Bobby Bones Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. The largest four-day work week experiment has wrapped, and we have the results. I saw it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Most of those companies are going to stay four-day work weeks, huh? They studied all these companies for six months. And yeah, 92% of them say that they're going to keep the policy going forward. And this part was interesting to me because 15% of the employees, now they're so used to it and they love it, that no amount of money could get them to go back to five days. Well, that's bullcrap because wow. we know it could. I, yes. know. But it just I saw shows- that too. Like They said no amount of money. <laughs> yeah, it would. Or no money at all once they get fired if you mm-hmm. don't go back to five days. That's true. But yeah, Almost every one of the companies found that their productivity was higher. People getting more rest helped that for that four days, they were more dialed in and focused because they knew they had to get a lot done so they could get that fifth day off. Okay. Pretty wild study. I can't wait till they go to the three-day experiment. Yeah. It's, it's a constant experiment till we put everything in one hour. We don't have to work it's anymore. Awesome. Yeah, we don't go to work and get paid. Wow. Yes. Okay. A TikToker is sharing a customer service hack. I personally haven't tried it myself, but we all know how exhausting it is to call and then immediately get put on hold or you're trying to talk to an automated system and they don't understand you. Well, apparently, if you hit zero pound, zero pound, zero pound, that'll take you right to a human. 
I've tried zero. Sounds like a scam alert. Yeah, it's risky. This is something that I feel like is not going to end up good. Uh, Sometimes zero has taken me there, but... Yeah, if it's like, hey, push for whatever, you hit zero operator, sure. Yeah. But zero pound, I feel like I'm getting charged like Uh $19.99 every time I hit pound. (laughs) We have to do it. Zero pound, zero pound, zero pound. So if anybody has a customer service call, they can try that hack today, see if it works. So Zach Bryan met a young guy at the airport. His name is Wynn Williams, and he was carrying a saxophone case. So he goes up to Zach, hey, I'm a fan. I hope to catch one of your shows, but couldn't get tickets to the show in Aspen. So Zach said, hey, if you come to my show with that saxophone, you get on stage, you perform, you got tickets. What do we learn here? Walk around with a random instrument case, get free tickets. Even if you don't play it, just be find Zach Bryan. Well, yeah, but then he's going to ask you to play, and you're going to be like, oh, Don't crap. get up there. Be like, well, oh, man, I forgot my, my read. Okay. How many strings? Good, good thing for Wynn. He took him up on it, and he killed it. You guys about the Green Day concert I went to where they brought people up to play. Yeah. And the guy just did not know how to play guitar. He was terrible. Couldn't play guitar. Like the drummer. The bass player. And they go. Oh, man. It was a disaster. <laughs> Hilarious. But yeah, good for that kid. Uh, ben Rector met his, I think, sax player on Instagram. He was like, hey, I'm a big fan. I play sax at University of Nebraska. So Ben took him out on the road with him. That's wow. cool. Love that. Yeah. I mean, I, I have no need for once. If you're a, I don't need a sax player. Don't take <laughs> Sorry, dude. Yeah, don't message me, but that's pretty cool. All right. Is that it? I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Look who's back. Back again. Say hi with the snowman is back. Say, tell a friend. It's a thing. What was all that? (laughs) Was that part of the story? Or did you just. No, no, no. I I ad libbed that because it's back for the third year in a row. It's something with the Colorado's (laughs) Children's Hospital where kids in the hospital, they uh, design their perfect snowman. And like whatever they want to see on a snowman, they draw a picture of it. And the hospital reaches out to volunteers in the community that build those snowmans. Oh, out of real snow. Snow Yeah. Snowmans, no, snowmans, <laughs> snowmen, okay. yeah. plural, yes, or, or so, snow women, and it it encourages people to be active in the community. It gets kids out of the house to help build the snowmen, and then they send pictures and videos to the kids in the hospital and say, "Here's your snowman." That's awesome. That's awesome. Love yeah, it. I love it. It's just you threw us off guard with the M M&M and M deal at the beginning. Well, yeah, who's because back. it was back. Yeah, I mean, do, if do it again this time. Just try to hit it this time. Go. Look who's back. Back again. Say hi with the snowman is back. Tell a friend. No, it's no. just too many syllables. Maybe it would be like, look who's back, back again. Snowman's back. Tell a friend. I mean, no, but it's called. Yeah, yeah, the, the, you got to commit, though. The hashtag on uh, social media is say hi with the snowman. Yeah, yeah, do you have to say that, though, in the entry? Mm-mm. Like the hashtag? Well, how else are you going to know what's back? What you, else? You what else? Story. I'm going to say, oh, this go, thing. Three, two, one, go. There's a no, thing no, no, no. back. Look who's, oh, my God. Guess who's back? Back oh, again. snowman's back. Snowman's and then I back. go to the hashtag later is what you're saying. <laughs> you did it, yeah. <laughs> yeah but how cool. Said. I mean, listen. It's, it's a great idea. And did you know that in Colorado, their, their snowiest month of the year is March? So there's still plenty of time to get involved in this. So oh. they're looking for people to jump in and be a volunteer to build snowmen. To build snowmen. Because. Look who's back. Back okay, again. Yeah. Snowman's back. Tell a friend. That's there right. Guess who's back. I almost did build a snowman again. Yeah. Or say hi with a snowman. Yeah, yeah. That, but that's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. That's, you know what? We're going to wrap this. Uh, that's what it's all about. <laughs> that was Tell Me Something Good. On the show right now and on the phone, it's Amber in Iowa. Amber, good morning. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. 
I am getting a small breed puppy in about two and a half weeks, and I'm starting to get really nervous. So I was wondering if you guys had any advice for me. Yes, it's going to be overwhelming. And I've had many dogs, and every time I get a puppy, I'm like, this is going to be awesome this time because I've done it 11 other times. It's going to be overwhelming, but it's also going to be awesome. Puppies are very difficult, puppies especially. They whine, they cry, they pee, they, they poop. It's like you have your own lunchbox, but in a ca- <laughs> kennel at the house. Yeah, It's going to be tough. It's going to be awesome. In three to six months, a long time, but three to six months, <laughs> you're going to love life. And you're going to have all the little things like buy this, buy that. But you don't need all that crap. Oh, okay. You don't. But, but like, don't you get chewy stuff because they you, chew on furniture? You can, yeah. but they have to be a chewy type dog. Mm. You know, they're like, oh, get this thing that has a heartbeat in it. And yeah, you want to waste 22 bucks on that? They're going to look at it once and never deal. Well, put your shirt in there that has your scent on it. They're going to pee on it and really never care. <laughs> but every dog's different. Congratulations. Have 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 a time. And it's going to be very expensive. Thank you so much for all of that. I have seven <laughs> large breed dogs. And so this small breed is really... Wine, yeah. Super nervous. Hey, <laughs> it's going to be like your other ones. You know what it's like. Puppies are always hard. Here's what I'm going to do, though. I like you. Yeah, you're a dog person. I'm a dog person. I like this. Amber, this is what I'm going to do. In honor of our 10th anniversary live from Nashville, our show here is coming up on, dang, 10 years. All this week, Hyundai wants us to hook people up with some cash for being on this journey with us. So we are hooking you up, Amber, with $1,000. Goodness, no way. Yes, because I know a puppy can be very expensive. And she has seven other dogs. <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's Thank it. There is you there, so much. There is no catch. There's no you don't have to sing a song or hold your nose going to water or guess any of that. A thousand bucks for you just for listening and good luck with the puppy. Small breeds, big breeds, they're all whiny and expensive. But this one you at least get to take with you on a plane. If it's Thank small. You. So much. Yeah. All right. Hold yeah. on. Hold on the line. We got a thousand bucks for you. Okay. Thank you, Bobby. Oh my goodness. All right. <laughs> Stay on. Uh, also, a chance to win ten thousand dollars right now. Just get the rules and sign up at bobbybones.com. The last day to enter is Sunday. We're just giving away ten thousand bucks to to a, to a listener randomly online. Bobbybones.com. The morning corny. What rock band has four guys that don't sing? What rock band? Has four guys that don't sing. Mount Rushmore. <laughs> I like that. You like that? That's hey, good. Chuckles? That was good, man. <laughs> that was the Morning Corny. It's a Bobby Bones show interview. In case you didn't know. About to have Dirk Bentley on, which she's sitting right beside me, but this is where yeah. we go through with a little about the artist. Okay, good. In case like you're, yeah, yeah. A lot of new listeners come to country music every day. This is where I get a chance to see the notes of the label pass along. No, this really, isn't label really notes. Good. This is no. six pages of like... We go deep. Wow. We have to go really deep on you because we've known you for so long. Right. So you got to dig up some extra stuff. Yeah. Right. Dirks has got 21 total number ones. Wow. Which is bizarre. I, I, thought, he, I thought he had like two. Me too. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I, feel I walk on stage. I know, he's like, so famous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for example, uh, Gone in 2021. I've been gone. Living in 2019. Woman Amen in 2018. Every night I should be Here he is. Wow. Dirks Bentley. The Friday Morning Conversation with Dirk Bentley. You weren't supposed to talk until now, but Sorry, I like that. Evan. I like it that you're... It's a little like a career retrospective right there, hearing those songs and thinking about... The, you don't think about those things very often, so 21, wow, it's a lot. That is a whole... I mean, that's yeah. crazy. That's Could awesome. you name them all? Gosh, no. I mean, you think it make, the set list should be so easy, but I'm hearing that 21 hits, and I labor over the set list, you know, trying to get it right. That's uh, It should just go down the list, I guess. Do you pl- still play... I'm the only one. You play all I'm the, the stuff. only one that wants, wants to have fun tonight. tonight. Yeah, that's, you know, I'm kind of coming up with a set list for this year, and there, it, it changes throughout the, the tour, but there's some songs that stick around the whole thing. I don't, 
I think that I'll still be in it. It's such a great song for a live show. You know, who wants to have fun tonight? It kind of gets everyone on the same page. I was thinking about you. I watched the George Jones, Tammy Wynette show on Showtime. Oh, man, I haven't seen it yet. I was going to ask because I know you love George Jones. Yeah, I do. I was just talking to Nancy. I'm going down there doing a show for for George, uh, for Nancy in, uh, in, in Alabama here in the middle of April. But uh, I, I love George. Um, he's one of my favorites of all time. And the show is based off his daughter's, their daughter's book. Okay. Right? So it's not just some writers in a room. Right. But I wanted to get your take on it. So if you haven't seen it yet, it's great. It's sad. I, I need mean, to I need to go check it out. Megan's got me turned on to some show called uh, Slower Horses. Have you heard of this thing? No, no one's heard of it. Okay. Uh-huh. No, it's good. What is it? Where do you watch that? It's like a, a British like it's like a James Bond, a current James Bond movie. That's got it's about a it's on Netflix or Apple, I guess. But it's about like you know spies, you know slow horses. Slow it's horses. a real movie. He didn't make it up, guys. It's okay. really good. Okay. It's yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I have to check out George and Tammy. I've been meaning to. I've read his books and. Uh, you know, I'm just a huge fan of his music. And uh, have you been by Tammy's I've been to Tammy's house? Little, I've been to that house. I uh, drive by it all the time, and I'm like, I just wish I knew who lived there. Well, I, I want to go look at it. It used to be Earl Scruggs lived there for a while, the one on Franklin Road. Yeah, so I, I used to go there when there's like some bluegrass picking parties over when Earl's there. But, um, but now he, some he like rich real estate investor owns it. Yeah, it was it sat there for a long time, and I remember I got hit up to me to buy it at one point, but it was like, gosh, it needed a lot of like it was kind of that classic kind of vibe, you know. <laughs> and you didn't have 21 hits then. Now you can buy two of them. Hits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could have, probably could have got it now. Uh, Dirks <laughs> is here because he's uh, he's got a new record. Hey, let's talk about this because when you put out a new project at this point, again. Are you just trying to continue what you're already doing? Are you doing anything that when you were recording it? Because you do switch stuff up. Sometimes you go to a different state and record. You're, yeah. you're, sometimes sonically, you're influenced by different things. What what's what's this record about? And it's I such mean, a broad question. When, no, but it's when I, I just heard you play "Gone." And I listened back to that song. "Gone" was me out in Colorado trying to like delay the whole process. <laughs> I was like, just give the label a hit song and let me buy some more time to be kind of just stay out here and. And not do music. I was just so enjoying uh, being off the road and away from everything and just uh, getting a chance to catch up on some outdoor adventure with friends. So I put out a couple songs just to kind of really just buy some more time. I love that song, Gone. It's a great song. And I put out Beers on Me, um, which I wrote with a bunch of people out there in Colorado. That was just kind of another way to kind of just buy myself some more time to figure out what I was trying to do with this album. I had no idea. It was a 10th album and I wasn't really in a musical mindset during most of the pandemic. So uh, I came back here and tried to get into it, and it, took, uh, it just took a while to get everything going again. We went to the studio in the beginning of 21 and realized we were all pretty rusty, and everyone was still wearing masks, and you had to get a COVID thing before you went in the studio, and it just that really hurts the vibe of trying to make music. You know, it's already hard enough, and then you got to add this element of, like, uh, you know, that whole element to it. So it was just kind of a hard time in the studio then. Got some great stuff out of it, though, and uh, learned a lot about getting back into the mode. And then uh, as the record went on, I just realized... I don't want to make a, a compilation record of like greatest hits, but it is my 10th album. And I want to kind of make a compilation of sounds and styles that have been in all the records leading up to this one. So it has like, you know, what I'd call arena country. Um, well, like you know, Billy Strings is on. But yeah, it has bluegrass. H- high and, note, right? Yeah, it's got bluegrass, 90s, traditional country and what I've and more current stuff. But yeah, I got in the bluegrass world. I've always had a bluegrass song on every record and um, it seems like. And uh, Billy Strings came in and sang a song here called High Note that Charlie Worsham Wrote uh, really and Jim Beavers, and Jim, Beavers. Flowers, Jim, Jim Beavers, Jim yeah, Beavers, yeah, who's who's one of the greats of all time, actually, all time, maybe the greatest of all. He's time. Jim. Jim's <laughs> really good, man. Jim is the is half the mind between, behind the Hot Country Nights. He's uh, also wrote Fanny Pack with Raging Idiots, and so. I think uh, and the Target song, right? That's true. Yeah, yeah, Jim. the greatest, maybe the greatest <laughs> the song. Greatest. Ever. If they don't Hits. put him in the Songwriter Hall of Fame, I don't know what does. Hits and bits. Yes, he does true. both. Um, so he's on that song, and uh, <laughs> I'm a huge Billy Strings fan, and uh, so 
it's just uh, to have him on the on track is pretty great. And I got Ashley McBride on a song too called Cowboy Boots. And um, so I'm really happy with the collaborations and just overall, the record came together. It took three times in the studio to get it right. Um, three times in the studio? Yeah. What I happened to the first two? First one would end up being kind of like a demo, just a really good demo session. Great. And you felt like you went in to do the record though and you came out going I came in to, to go do it. I had my 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 band and uh, I had a uh, Jim's brother Brett producing and Luke and we had a great time. It was really fun, but it's like no one we hadn't been making music in like two years, you know. And you go in there and you're still masking up in the studio, which I can't just say enough. Imagine being it's just hard to work that way. I mean, you just can't communicate when you're trying to guys are trying to talk to each other and you know you can't see their face. It just it's hard to make music. So it we, it was a good it was really good stuff. Also, I don't think I had all the songs at that point. I hadn't written gold by that at that point. I went back in about four months later with Luke Dick, who's one of the greats of all time in this town, and uh, we cut stuff that was awesome. But it felt like it was all on this kind of one, the kind of the Luke Dick country, which is really cool stuff, you know, but not like, I wanted to have stuff that, I needed the traditional element, I needed the bluegrassy element, I knew I was going to be the only one that could really do that, so a few months later I went back and produced it myself, but I brought in Ross, and I brought in Ross Copperman, and the engineer, Reed Shippen, who I've worked with forever, I made him a producer, and at the end I brought John Randall in to help me kind of sort out all the stuff that I had, um, and it just turned out to be a really good collection of like, if I had to hand out one record of like what I've done over all these years, it's that. But it's not a greatest hits album. It just has, a, like I said, a greatest hits of like sounds and styles and everything that's made me. Derek's his favorite I'm. Sonics. Sonic. Yeah. Yes, it's my version yeah. of Silk Sonic. It's a, it's a country Sonic. I um, hear you, you go in the third time. After you go in the first time, and you're like, that ain't it. Like we had something, but that ain't it. Second time, you're like, okay, that's also really good, but that ain't it. Yeah. Do you start to question yourself at all that you're ever going to find it? Uh, no, I know I'm going to find it. I just know, I, I know when it's, when it's right. I know when it's not right. That's all how to describe it. I don't have the words. That's why I brought John Randall in to help me finish the record. Cause I don't have the vocabulary to describe music. I just either know when it's right or when it's not right. And I need someone to come in sometimes and be like, Hey, you know, that thing that, you know, Sam Bush did in 1972 on new grass revival with the slide mandolin. Can we put that in the second, you know, John can speak that way. I'm just mm. like, I just know when it's right and not right. So I'm really good. I think what I do in my career and everything I do is just about bringing great people together, whether it's on stage, backstage, or in the studio, uh, I, I'm good at bringing in really great people to help me do what I need to do. And uh, this record was definitely an example of that, from the songwriting to the musicians who I you know, I called all those guys. And I had, it's the musicians are everything, you know. So having the right musicians on the record, um, uh, the last go round was huge. But really, um, the, the the first two attempts weren't failures. It was just all about trying to get back into this mode of making music after COVID and then being away from town and kind of go through some personal stuff as far as like Nashville and re-embracing being back in the city. and You mean hating it? Yes, yeah, I've been, been there. Been there. <laughs> I lived there like 80% of the time. <laughs> well, I've hated yeah. it. I've loved it. I've had such a weird Same. relationship with this town. Love, hate, love, hate. And I really, when we got out for COVID, I was like, God, because the last song on the mountain, my previous record was How I'm Going Out. And it's like, oh my gosh. I, I used to laugh at my wife like, my my you know headstone would be like, here lies Dirk Spelly. He got out. And then when we came back, it'd be like a little... That carved back in the bottom of my headstone. Just kidding, he's back. He's I, still- I didn't get out. I didn't get out. I thought I got out. I didn't get out. But right, I came we back clips. in. I've I've been loving it since I came back. So I want to play a little bit of high note with Billy Strings. This is Dirk yeah. Bentley from his album Gravel and Gold. You guys sound good together. Man, he's great. He's so great. Now I'm playing bluegrass again. I'm playing the station in the first Tuesday of the month under my band. Uh, we're called Long, same band, just different name, Long John. Okay, bus, how do you, you got three bands now. Like, what's yeah. happening yeah. here? Our bus driver's name's John Long, so we, our name of our van is, is Long John. Uh, how do you juggle the, all the personalities between 
Because, you know, you got to. Well, this one's just, we're not, no, no, no makeup or uh, clothing or uh, <laughs> mullet wigs on this one, just the regular guys. But it is just a, t- a testament to my band. I mean, these guys can play 90s, right? my stuff, bluegrass, really well, too. So uh, I've been playing bluegrass again down the station, which is really awesome. And I just, I love the, the music. I'm a huge fan of bluegrass. Uh, you know, Billy's probably one of the biggest artists in any genre of music right now, doing two sold out shows at the Bridgestone, the third show at the Ryman afterwards uh, on Sunday. That's where I'll be. Uh, Buy your tickets now. He's yeah. doing a ticket plug during his album. <laughs> yeah, hey. Uh, Let's play a little bit of Cowboy Boots with Ashley McBride. Don't be surprised. The album Gravel and Gold is out today. We're going to play. Paul Franklin on the steel guitar. Who? Paul Franklin. I like he does like liner note shout outs (laughs) during the show. That's my favorite. Mason playing guitar brought us some of the guys that made 90s country. And the guy who dropped off Uber Eats, uh, Mike, (laughs) who stopped by. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks. For everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I'd have to pay it. You know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. The Friday morning conversation with Dirk Bentley. Hey, I was doing an ice bath. Which oh, good. I, which I have, haven't done. Yeah. And Jake Owen's a big ice bath guy. We were yeah. off together and he's like, dude, you got to do an ice bath. And I was like, I don't, I'll do it at like two. He goes, no, no, you wake up in the morning and you do it. And I'm like, crap. Okay. So I got yeah. it. We did the ice bath froze. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the benefit of it, except me yeah. going, I did that this morning because I told everybody. <laughs> well, it's hard. That's oh, one benefit. You, you get something hard done, you know. 
Yes, but why? Like, why are you such an advocate? Because I'm, I'm sure there's something there. I just haven't done it enough. Yeah, I, I have a couple ice baths. I, LV Shane gave me one, and then a friend of mine gave me a really nice one. It's sitting in the backyard, just getting rained on. I, I don't have, I can't do it in the morning because I just don't have time to go out there and do that. But I do do a cold shower every morning, which is easy enough to do. Just but why the ice baths in general? Um, I mean, there is that one thing. It's, 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 it's. I think for me, it's like a meditation thing. I can't sit still. I have a hard time doing yoga or something like that. But if you get in the ice bath, it's like you can't think about anything else except survival, right? If all your other thoughts are gone, you're like, oh my God, I guess we're like, I'm living in survival mode. But then it teaches you to get below your conscious mind, which is screaming like, I'm going to die. And you have to go deeper into like a subconscious mind that's like, I'm going to be okay. Like, I can get out anytime I want to. Let's see how far I can take this. And I do feel like you carry that into the rest, into the rest of your day and into your life. It's like, yeah, I can do hard things. I can, I just sat in an ice bath for, I've done 24 minutes before in a full 30 to two degree. How many minutes, Eddie? 24. 24. Well, what is the hell? Like, it's that's, that's, why, that's probably dumb, but um, right. yeah, I was like, cold was for a, a long was time. Was that a dare? Because it just doesn't uh, Yeah, like it's a little, it's, there's an element of it too. Uh, <laughs> double dog dare, you <laughs> yeah, nerds. That triple dog dare. <laughs> yeah, Stick your tongue against the pole. I, uh, on the road, yeah, you get a little competitive out there. And so I did I did 24 minutes and I was cold for, uh, I was kind of probably hypothermic for a little bit, but we have this little rubber ducky that stick, we have these trash cans. I bring them on the road and make everyone get in there and do them with us. But the little rubber ducky was definitely in the, the low 30s on that one because it's full of ice. But um, it's I, I think it's just like, yeah, doing something hard. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I do enough hard stuff in the day all, all day long. <laughs> like, he was like, aren't, look, look, aren't you proud you did that? Like, Wim Hof these- would say there's all sorts of like, you know, health immune benefits. Well, it to stimulates it, yeah. the vagus nerve. Okay. Which is I do that once a year. Nice. I heart festival. <laughs> the nerve vagus, that nerve is fully. Yeah, see, I don't get a chance to stimulate that one because you yeah. don't invite me. So I have to stimulate yeah, yeah, yeah. it some, <laughs> some other way. So I do it in an ice bath. So. The album is Gravel and Gold. Dirk's new record is out today. Uh, 14 songs. Here yeah. is song number two Sunsets in Colorado. Ooh. So won't you come out and help me? Hold on, right, right. I'm, play- I'm playing your song. You can't talk over it. Because. Are we good? <laughs> Derek's just talking over a song. He Ray hit it again. So won't you come out here with me and chase this Rocky Mountain freedom? And what were you saying? Oh, I was saying that Sam Bush on, on Mandolin. Yeah, of so course. One of the greatest of all time. So. Derek's like, you know who cleaned up after the show? I'm sorry. I love musicians. Session? I'm all about the musicians. They're more important than the artists and the songwriters. This town is built on great musicians. Here is Beer at My Funeral. They better have cold beer at my funeral. Did you make a clip or something for this on social? I think I just did, yeah. Yeah, you With think the, you did? I just, well, yeah. There's, it's all coming at me from all directions right okay, now. Okay, I got you. Okay, all YouTube right. and TikTok and TikTok and I hear you. All this <laughs> crap. It's just endless stuff. Alan Jackson did not do this. Although he I'm not, not Alan Jackson. But. Although he didn't have TikTok at all, but or he may have. Uh, he might have TikToks, but not TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Dirk Bentley is here. Listen, stuff. the album is. We're gonna come back with Dirks in a second. Um, <laughs> Just you guys hang out. We're gonna get Dirk some water yeah. and like a Xanax. <laughs> the Friday morning conversation with Dirk Bentley. Are you still flying the plane? I am. Yeah, I just flew uh, my son down to a hockey tournament down in Atlanta. So you've seen all this stuff come up about UFOs. Yeah, I've 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 not seen one. I think pilots. I'm sure pilots fly across the ocean at night or something. Probably see a lot of that stuff. I've never seen one. I'm always looking, but um, I definitely believe it. I mean, 100 billion planets in our known. So- galaxy there's a lot of stuff going on out there you know what also freaks me out is when if i'm flying and there's a plane that's like flying close like yes. right under or over yeah as a pilot does that fear go away well the the contrails the chemtrails you're talking about like that coming into your plane i'm just talking about the plane <laughs> flying under me no uh yeah well you have like when you're flying you have atc telling you hey there's a plane coming in this direction usually sometimes they miss it but you have like a little what i call a fish finder on there that kind of shows the altitude of the plane that's coming by and a fish finder that is really interesting wow. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, see where it is below yeah, yeah. yeah you can see it on your fish finder so it kind of tells you what's coming up can you play music in the 
Was yeah. it? Is it still called the cockpit? Yeah, co I can't play. Uh, I, I can't stream. But can you like jam? Will you like turn? Highway to the danger zone. You're flying. <laughs> not in the prop plane. No, it's a little loud in the, the caravan. It's uh, not that that quiet in there. It's made for jumping out of more than. Uh, you have listening. a prop. You have two planes. Well, I own a, a caravan, which is a propeller plane. It's like a high wing Cessna with the turbo, the turbine engine, the propeller. I fly. Uh, a, I'm typed to fly a jet through Cessna. But I don't own the plane. Okay, so let's it's say a, it's a sponsorship deal. Follow me here, Dirk. Yes. Cessna. I'd like a sponsorship deal as well if you're listening. <laughs> follow me here. We're on a Southwest flight. Yeah. yeah. You and I decide we're going. We're just gonna go have a weekend and you know rekindle the old flame. Me and your buddies I just flew Southwest right. uh, two days ago. We're going, and they're like the pilots of both. Had a heart attack at I'm the same time, randomly. I think about this all the time. Could you go and Absolutely. take over? Absolutely. I'm hoping one day that actually happens. What? I mean, what? I, I don't want to die. The pilots to eat the chicken and be a little incapacitated right. for a little while. You know, I'm yeah. the only guy that did not eat the chicken. Food poisoning. Eat, little food poisoning. They're out. I get a chance to get in there and, oh yeah. You could land the plane, uh, no problem? I would say no problem, but, but, but I, I, I yeah, of course I could land. The, I would say I could land the plane. I mean, Odds I was going to die. If ten minutes for sure going to die. If I'm, you're uh, there. Grant, I'm the same person said I'm going to be a country music singer, which is the chances of that are like zero to a billion. So. I'd be, I like to. Uh, I, I bet on myself. Yeah, I could land it. I mean, it's not the flying the plane's not the actual hard part. It's like you know, it, it's it's all about like the weather and the making good decisions and logistics. The actual physical part of flying planes pretty pretty easy. Do you ever get nervous while you're flying if you fit really bad turbulence, but you can't show it to the people on the plane because you don't want them to be scared? That's why I got my pilot's license because I used to hate turbulence. I, I didn't it. understand it, and so I was like, okay, I hate this. I don't like enjoy this. I'm gonna become a pilot. So. I, you know, I have a control issue. I like to be in the front thinking that actually makes a difference, whether it's in a car or a plane. You Wouldn't still be. play pickleball? Uh, I do play. I don't play. It's more of a road thing. I've got some guys in the band that play all the time because they don't have, you know, three kids running around. But, um, yeah, I, it's a road thing. We'll tape it up there, and I'm, I'm definitely the best in my band and, um, and uh, probably one of the best in the world. I did win a pickleball tournament sponsored by Stephen Colbert. So yeah. I'm one of the best for sure. I'm, I'm pretty good. Do you play? Yeah. You never, invite, you never invite me to play with you, but I play. Do you play? I play with a little group. Maybe, where where do you all play? At the court near the school near my house. Yeah, yeah. No, we're cool. It's hard to find somewhere to play. Yeah, we we have a place. Problem is when school's on, you feel like creep because yeah, there's kids over, but yeah, it's not on the school grounds. But, yeah, you know. I love. Yeah, it's such a it's such a people polarizing sport. They love or hate it. Tennis players and, hate pickleball. Yes, or I people mean, like lunchbox who's like that seems stupid. Andy, I saw Andy uh, Roddick at, at the airport one time, and I said, "Hey man, I don't know why I told him this." I'm like, D -d 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 -d. oh, I've been playing some pickleball. He goes, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sound." It's just, it'd be, it goes, what do you say? It goes, it'd be the same if you were in the studio making music and I came in there and farted. <laughs> he goes, That's great. He, he just hates, it's a disease. It's taking over. <laughs> Gravel and Gold, it is out. I do want to play the first track here. This is Same Old Me. They got a couple questions about it. Yeah, what you get is going to be what you see. Because maybe I'm the same old me. Is there a message with that song? It's track one. I always feel like track yeah. one's there for well, a reason. Luke Dick is... Uh, such a good songwriter. He brought that idea to me. When he first brought it to me, I was like, I'm not the same old me. I'm doing ice baths, man. I'm like so evolved. I'm a dad now. I got, I'm such a, I'm this, you know, evolved person. I'm writing better songs. And, and the truth of the matter is, the more I think about it, I, I really am the same old me. I mean, it's just, I still love playing music with the band and being on the road and still got the same old bus that I've had since the very beginning. And I'm now I'm playing bluegrass gigs back at the station in where it all started. So it's kind of a, Reminder that like, you know, how much you, you think you're evolving and changing and, you know, life. It's for me, at least I, a lot of things have still, uh, still really stayed the same for better or for worse. Gravel and Gold out today. You guys go stream it. 
Uh, final part of the interview. This is uncomfortable questions from our listeners. I'm already uncomfortable enough. With so. Dirks. Yeah, you walked in, he goes, this room sure ain't warm. <laughs> it's really, well, it's light. Well, it's, it's like a, Bob built like a show, TV man. studio. Everyone's listening. It's a, it's a big show, man. It's nerve-wracking. <laughs> Question the camera's one. on and the panel of judges judging Those aren't and, judges. Those uh, are like other members of the show. Because us, dude. You know us. I know everyone on the show very well. So, uh, quite, I do four feel questions. judged. They're judging for sure. Number one, does Dirks Bentley still wash his hair? I, you know, I just washed my hair um, like three days ago. So, I, yeah. Answer is yes. Yeah. Has Dirk Spentley ever taken someone out on tour with him that he didn't like, but it was a good financial decision? He doesn't have to say who. <laughs> I'm sure I've been taken out because I'm a good financial decision back in the day. I was cheap. But no, I, there's, I, no, I take, I, I, I try to pay more than most. And I take, any, I take people to help me sell tickets, man. Right. That's what I'm saying. They're, yeah. they're, they're asking, you ever have anybody with you that you really don't like as a person, but you no. know, okay, cool. No, life's too short for that. Does Dirk Bentley have a will? I think so. Good answer. And does Dirk Bentley have a six pack? No, I don't. I have a keg. All right. Are you look like you're in pretty good shape? <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty good down there. It's. Uh, I can probably pull the skin back. To, okay, you put your shirt down. I mean, like, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah, we're good, dude. We're good. Pull the skin back really hard. <laughs> yeah. I bet there's like some form of like bump in there. It was a two pack. Yeah. I actually was thinking to myself that you look like you're in really good shape right now. Yeah, I, I don't do. I go through phases, you know. I was doing a bunch of squats and all this stuff for a while back, trying. But you know, <laughs> deadlifts and just squats in general. And my, my 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 brother's big on squats. He he has a hat that says "Make America Squat Again." I don't. Know, I think squats are really important. <laughs> really into it. He got me into that for a while. It's like, yeah, I just ride. I I ride bikes mostly. So well, you look good. Do some peloton bike dancing, gravel and gold. So embarrassing. It's out today. There he is, Dirk Bentley. No tour day. No tour. Like I know you're playing festivals and stuff, but I don't see. Because I looked, I don't see any like Dirk Bentley tours. Tours, they better go on the summer, right? It starts in June and got some ideas. Okay, there you have it. He's got yeah. ideas. <laughs> I got as some, soon as those I ideas got some come people to fruition, take out the road. I don't like them, no, but yes. financially they're great. You know, I got them really cheap. I just found some people on Tic Tac and I'm going to hire them. And, you know, the money's right. going to be good. The show's not going to be great, but hey, I'm going to make some. Save some money in the back. And no, I got a great tour lined up and I'm looking at doing all the same guy does the Super Bowl. Bruce Rogers does our production, which means my it's very expensive. But uh, we're going to put it all together, the, the, the tour, and um, hopefully Rihanna's going to come out and open for us. Love that. Cheap, and uh, you know, <laughs> fl- float around a little bit. That'd be awesome. All right, Dirk's family. Yeah. There he is. I can't, hide, I can't afford right, her, but I bought her kids. Right, her kid, her kids. He's still talking. For us, all right, so. there he is. There he is. Dirk's family, everybody. All right. Because Sam Bush played. Okay. Both. Eddie and Lunchbox's dream is to blank. Retire. Retire. Yeah. They Can't just, wait. Oh, look at, Can't wait. They will go to old age tomorrow if they can just <sighs> retire. But be it's that to me, I don't even understand. How amazing would that be? God. Yeah, like you hit that lottery, retire. I get lottery and now and you have so much. But you guys are just going, I can't wait to retire at what age? Uh, Whatever. I mean, next year would be great. No, no, I'm not saying best case scenario. I, I don't know what, what age you retire. You're not even saving towards it. I'd say 50. That's not going to happen. Well, you know. I think 55. No, that's not. But you guys are saving nothing toward it, right? Correct. Well, Well, a little bit. Here and there, I pick up coins on the ground. Okay. Listen, there's a girl. Her name is Pixie Curtis. She's 11 years old. She started her own business during the pandemic, selling bows and things to help her mom. Three years later, she's like, you know what? I'm making, I've made 133,000 bucks a month. A month. What? A month. What on earth? What? Why would she's you? already spent some of her money. She owns a Mercedes Benz. She can't drive it. But she's like, I think I'm going to retire. I don't need to work ever, ever. So she'll go to school and then she just has a whole bunch of money. She's like, who knows what I'll, if I'll ever work again. That's amazing. What are these bows? But Why see, but see you quit? can't retire at 11. But Be- what if you have millions and millions of dollars? Because you have all these years to spend that. Us, we retire at 50, 60, right? We go, what do we got? 20 years left? But Maybe you can, 10? But you're missing the point. She has all this money. She can invest it. 
it makes more money. Real estate. And then she can just yeah. live. She's 11. She gets to retire right now. That's amazing. Well, I'm trying to look up her business. Who's driving her car? Mom and dad? Hey, probably mom. For sure. No, probably mom. <laughs> uh, bride and the groom, they missed the reception after being trapped in the hotel elevator. No oh, way. It wasn't no. even their fault. I mean, it's the elevator's fault. It wasn't like they did something wrong, which I would be like, what a bonehead. But no, their reception was on the 16th floor of the hotel, and they get in. We, we're not going anywhere. The Charlotte Fire Department had to come hoist up, get them out of there. Nobody was hurt, but they missed the whole thing. Oh, you wow. said they missed it. Did they, they have it without them? Yeah, well, yeah they can't just stop. I mean, what are they going to do? They already paid for <laughs> it. And the it starts without there. them anyway. So everyone's dancing and everything while they're stuck in an elevator? Well, and I yeah. think eventually it gets back to them, the people wow. down there. But remember, sometimes, like, we were taking pictures and stuff. So the whole reception starts and there's a big entrance and we come in. We're like, hey. So that happens. So it started. And then at some point they had to be like, they're stuck in an elevator. And people are like, all right, well, I guess we got to dance. Keep going. <laughs> Celebrate mm-hmm. good times. The oldest dog ever just set a new world record. The dog is 30 years old. In dog years? No. Yeah. No, in human years. Wow. What is it, a chihuahua? A 30-year-old Portuguese dog named Bobby was recently crowned the world's oldest. I need to see that they didn't replace, uh, they're not replacing dogs. Yeah, they look it, the same. Is it on a ventilator like where it breathes for it so it looks <laughs> like it's alive? Hey, it looks old, <laughs> but 30 years, you're supposed to look old. The average age expectancy of one of these dogs is about 14 years. Wow. But they say he has never been chained or attached to a leash. He's always roamed their land. And for the last 30 years, he's lived on a diet of human food. Hmm. Oh. I mean, humans on human food don't live. I mean, a whole lot. Very good. But that's from 4statesHomePage.com, a 30-year-old dog. I like a Stanley, my bulldog. He's three, about to be four pretty soon. They only lived like nine because they're just not, and it makes me sad already. Like, I get sad just looking at them. Like, I love them to death. But it's like those dogs—they're not meant to be made. Oh, it makes me—it makes me sad thinking about yeah, it. That's terrible. Okay, walk me through this, guys. I got a text. I don't know who it is. It's from a six-one-five number, which means it's from here. Okay. Bobby! Exclamation! Exclamation! Incredible night, Tuesday. That was our million-dollar show. So somebody that was there, or heard about it, or watched it, was honored to be a part of your event. Okay. Be part yeah. of it. There you go. Thank you for inviting me and having all these amazing artists come together for something so meaningful. Good on you. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Okay, I have a guess. They you didn't say, it. but they didn't say who he was. Do, do okay. Her. Holy crap! Guess? I got it. Yeah, I don't care. Guess away. Okay, Parker McCollum. Do you have his number? In I, your it's phone? not part. Yes, and Parker and I Dina. text, and we're friends. Okay, Dina well, Carter. But Dina wouldn't say good on you. That's I like know. a dude thing. Yeah, that's Scott Stapp. No, and they. Ha- you think so? I mean, do you oh, have his number? And the thumbs ups are are tan. He's, yeah, he's tanned them a little bit. He's dark. Madeline. Scott's- no, I have Madeline. Oh, okay, Scott well, Stapp is he's he's darker dude, and that he would say that. I don't really feel like he's good darker. on you. He good, looks- no, good on you. Good on. See, good on you. To Who's me, that the- sounds Australian. No, but Morgan Evans is Austra- the only Australian, and I talk to Morgan all the time. I, okay, I'm just, I'm just... So... I know, I'm just guessing. And it sounds like someone who really isn't normally going to be part of that event. So it's like, wow, hey, thank you for letting me be part of this, because I'm, I normally wouldn't So what wouldn't do I be. respond? Cool. Arms wide open, dude. Thanks. No, it may not be Scott's dad. Yeah, hey, I'm not going to go hey, down. Hey, you, you took, took it higher. higher. No, I'm not doing Creed. I don't think it's Creed. <laughs> Come on. What up? Should I just call the number? Right is now? Is it Randy? Hauser, I think it could be Randy Hauser. It could be Randy. But he wouldn't say, good on you. He might. Do you want to just call it and see? Come on, let's go. Yeah. No, Mike? Call it. Call Call it. it. Call it. Hold on. I need to hear it. Hey, what are you going to say? I don't know who it is. I guess it depends who answers. Yeah. Maybe they're like, who's calling me? Yeah. (laughs) 
The suspense. It's gonna be one of those automated voicemails. The number you have called. Your call has mm, been. Dang, <laughs> it's gotta be Scott, dude. Let me say this. Okay, Facetime. No way. <laughs> Try to call you. I don't know who this is. Can I say oh. that? Oh no, no I wouldn't go there. I just would write to go right to the point. No, just, just say, say hey. Tried to call and they might call right back. Try there we to go. Call you. It's great having you at the show. Great having you. At, okay, great having you. But I want to tell you in person. Show. Good on you. Hit me back real quick. But gotta be honest. Don't know who this no, is. No, 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 no. I, I love that you want to do that, but I, I wouldn't. Not I yet. wouldn't say that. Oh, I'm gonna say I. Don't, hold on, hold on. But the, oh, this is true. But this is a new phone. Who dis? Okay. No, 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 it no, could no, be no, Dave's no. Highway. Is it but, Charles but Kelly? This is, but this isn't. Okay. They're not tanned. It, but this is a new phone, and I don't have Dave your number. No, Charles. 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 Why would the tan finger guys, who's the this? tan thumbs up? Well, who's, he's now at the beach. Who's this? Can I say who's this? Oh, uh, so, I don't like that, not dude. Yet. So who is this? How about that? No. I'm just no. doing that, guys. I just go right Gosh. to one. In life, you just go right to it. Just go right to it. Well, obviously, I'm gonna say try to call you. Great having you at the show, but this is a new number. I don't have, and I don't have your number. So who is this? Okay. <laughs> and you send it. And send. Okay. You're gonna Boom. hurt their feelings. Oh boy. No, what? He's not. Scuba, what? I can rule out one for sure. Go. It's not Scott Stapp. He has a Florida area code. Okay. Okay. So it's Charles. Or I think or Randy, Randy Hauser would be my guess, but I don't have it. Okay. Well, there it is. We'll find out sometime soon. Maybe Monday. <laughs> I have to wait that long. I'll give it ten seconds and we'll go. There's no bubble popping up. Good on you. And they didn't answer. Randy would be Eight, good. Seven. Uh, six, who else was there? Five. five oh, it could four, have been uh, three, the Wreckers. Two. Good on you. That's not Michelle Branch or eh, She wouldn't Jessica say Hart. that, no. All right, well, that's it. We're going to go to break. I'll let you guys know as soon as I get it. Dang. All right. Yeah. Get your Bobby Bones on. Get Bobby Bones. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food, everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. 
lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Stu's Place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer, and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the Boar's Nest. The slow drip of what happened a couple nights ago is all coming out. Eddie and I had our Raging Idiots Million Dollar Show. It's a fantastic show we do for St. Jude every year. We finally eclipsed altogether over $20 million for St. Jude. It was a lovely night. But I didn't know all the side stories were coming out. And so Amy said, you know, Lunchbox is really doing shady stuff when you're not around. Because he doesn't do shady stuff when I'm around for the most part. It's always, I have to hear about it because it's not directly with me. So what happened this time? Well, we had a client dinner before the show. So sales is there, clients. and Because clients want to go very, to the show. so you, yeah, yeah, and they're, these are important clients. Like it's a time to just spend with them, get to know them. It's at a really nice restaurant up on the top floor. We have a designated room just for us. And Lunchbox brought his wife. And I didn't think anything of it at the time until, because I thought, well, maybe we just didn't get the, was, we're, we're, we're plus ones invited. I just didn't, I didn't know. And nobody else had a plus one. And she wasn't sitting with him. But then I learned later that it's because he was had to sit with a client. And there was no room at that table. So he sat her with like sales, like people that she doesn't know. So you just brought your wife without being at the table? Yeah, because look, it was going to be a nice dinner. My wife and I don't get to go out to nice dinners very often. And so the kids were still in daycare, and she didn't have to pick them up till a certain time. It wasn't no, early. It was an early dinner. dinner. I get all that. It was at four thirty. Did you so, not say, "Hey, is it cool if I bring my wife?" I just assume, man. You can just bring it. It was like, "Hey, come to this dinner. We're gonna have a preset menu, and so we're gonna have tables. You're gonna have drinks, free cocktails." Was it awkward when they didn't have a seat for her because it was it was a work thing, not really a dinner? I mean, yeah, it was a, work it was thing. a little weird when uh, I was told, "Oh, you're at seat uh, table five, and I look at table five, and there's only one seat remaining, and I'm like. Well, what about my wife? And the guy running it was like, well, um, I guess she can sit over there. with." And she he put her in, like, the kids' table with the salespeople. <laughs> and so we didn't really get to enjoy the nice dinner together. Because that's not really what it was. It wasn't like a we, – we, everybody had to go and, like, talk to clients. It wasn't really about us having a dinner or people having a dinner. Right. Yeah. But I thought it would be a great time to go out and have something special and romantic <laughs> – and it's a nice dinner. Scuba, I mean, were you there? Yeah, she was sitting at, at, at the kids' table with me. Um, and it was a little weird because I even told him when we set this up, I was like, this is a client thing. You're going to be sitting at a table. It's time for you to talk to them and show appreciation. And I don't think in any of that would you bring your wife. Like, Ray didn't bring his wife. Amy didn't bring anyone. I mean, no one. Morgan didn't bring anyone. It was really weird. I didn't bring my wife. Yeah. I would have loved to have. It was a really nice dinner. Yeah, yeah. right. I but mean, I you, had, like a it, you had a choice between steak, salmon, or a vegetarian <laughs> so, option. Right. <laughs> did she feel it was weird, your wife? Did, did, you, did you tell her she wasn't supposed to come, that you were no, just— No, no, I told her she'd come. Oh, so then she, she had to feel thought, awkward? You know, she, his wife is awesome. Oh. I think she thought it was, you know, spouses were invited— and here's the other thing, too, because it was early and we all had to leave to go to the show. And Lunchbox is like, yeah, get take 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 everything to go. Like, got because it's steak, salmon, yeah. like all the things. And he wasn't going home, but she didn't come to the show. She she went home. and So took- you sent a bunch of food home with her that yeah. wasn't oh. even your food. You just right. took extra food. Yeah. Yeah. I, 
Oh, you can't hate it. I can't hate it. But exactly. I mean, what, but, what is wrong with that? It, like my it's wife, just your constant actions are this, like always trying to squeeze the system. And then I felt bad for your wife who didn't know she was. No, don't feel there. sorry for my wife. She got a, a great meal. I mean, we didn't get to talk. <laughs> like we didn't get to have you know conversation like without the kids. You know, usually the kids are interrupting mm-hmm. you at the dinner table, and that would have been nice. But she got to enjoy a night out at a nice restaurant where I mean we had a reserved room. Felt felt like VIP, very spe- you know fixed menu. That's when you know it's special. It's a fixed menu, and it's like that's when you know it's special. Yeah, <laughs> be a fixed menu. Yeah, yeah when it's like, I'll take one of those, one huh. of those. And so, yeah, I took my wife. Do we need to start saying, do not bring your kids and wife to things instead of... Apparently, it's not... It's not. Uh, you think you would just read between the lines and know that that's not a thing you would do, yeah. but... I'm surprised they don't come to work with them. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> they can sit in the guest room, in the, the green room. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Miami-Dade County, Florida. A man broke into a home, took out the AC unit, stole the TV, stole some other items. And he's like, man, there's a trailer out back. What's in that? Chickens. $100,000 worth of poultry. He steals that. Police are chasing him. How did he steal the chicken? Load his truck up and they're just in there? They, they were in the tractor trailer. <laughs> oh, he stole the whole trailer. Oh, he stole the whole oh, trailer. Oh, trailer. Ball hit. Oh, okay, good, good. Put so the then, ball hitch on. I thought he just sense. took the chickens. <laughs> okay, yeah. time. And police respond and they're chasing him down the highway. And then he plays a good old game of chicken. He goes on the opposite ro- side of the road and trying to run into the cops. Finally, he crashes into a farm and is arrested. He played chickens with chickens. chickens. Everybody lost. I hope (laughs) the chickens are okay. The chickens are okay. He did crash. I mean, they probably lost some of them. They're they're, they're going to get slaughtered anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the sad part of this one. (laughs) Okay, well, uh, he's an idiot, obviously. Don't go for the chickens. If you can just get over the TV. Yeah, just take the... What do we learn from Mr. Rogers back in the day? If you can just steal a TV and an AC, get out and be happy with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mr. Rogers said that? The tractor yeah. It was an episode what, that didn't yeah. make it. It was an episode about <laughs> greed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Megan, you're on the show. You're in California. What's going on? Hi. Um, so I asked for a Cody Johnson and Chris Jansen tickets for Christmas, and my mom got them for me, my fiance, and my sister. And then, uh, like, a month later, my fiancé's sister texted me and planned her bachelorette party because she's getting married as well. I was like, yeah, I'll be there, paid, not realizing it's the same weekend as the concert. And now I don't know what to do because I really want to go to the concert because, I mean, Cody Johnson and Chris Jansen. Yeah, and both of those guys are awesome. So good. And, but how <laughs> yeah. awesome is your is she? I mean, we're not super close. Mm-hmm. She was invited to my bachelorette party, and she's not going. Mm-hmm. But she's also moving, so, like, I don't know. Okay. If you don't go, will she be sad you're not there? Or did she feel obligated to invite you? Explain the relationship again. Um, so it's my fiancé's sister. Mm. Um, oh. I'm a bridesmaid in, in her wedding as oh, well. Oh, you're a bridesmaid. But, okay, okay hold okay. on. <laughs> is it a bridesmaid that is... Well, she's got to be a bridesmaid because she's sister. Fiancé's right. sister, man. I know, but... Or is it, like, a close friend? Because there's there's a difference in what you owe obligationally. So, are you only a bridesmaid because you're the sister, wife? Um, I feel like that's the reason why. Because mm-hmm. we weren't we're not super close. I wish we were closer, but well, this is not going to help. <laughs> well, yeah, she finds out <laughs> went to a concert. It's not going to help. She's like, I wish we were this closer, is, but <laughs> but I don't think that the bachelorette party because. Amy didn't go to Caitlin's, my wife's, and that didn't, I mean, this oh, stuff came up. It's not well, her future a, sister-in-law. Well, but to be clear, that was something very family personal, not a concert. Right, like, but I'm just saying you I cannot go and no one, it, people don't hold it against you. 
like things can happen. And Cody Johnson, that's very personal. <laughs> Ever heard Johnson of songs? Too. Yeah. Ever yeah. heard of songs? Uh, and the girls moving the, the girls moving across the country, so you can't be that close to her anyway. So you can be phone friends, but missing the bachelorette party, no big deal. Well, you're gonna be more than that because you're gonna be like family. This is what I would say. If you can find a different show, you could probably sell those tickets and go to a different show and drive another hour, depending on where you are. I'm sure that's not the only show they're playing close. That would be option one. I'd try to do that first and balance it out. But that show's gonna be within a couple of days of the other one because you play on a tour, you know, it's all routed. Oh, I just go to the concert. I'll be honest with you. I would just go to the concert. <laughs> she ain't gonna be that hurt. Yeah. I'd go to the show, and I'd, that's it. Especially if you're not close friends, that's not what you want to hear. Probably, I would go to the concert, Megan. Okay. Because uh, like Chris Jansen and Cody Johnson, you can't find them okay, together okay, ever okay. again. Uh, that's not true. Ever again. I ever. Mean, ever again. They may never play together again. Well, that's could, a great point. You could watch them separately. And that, act like it costs double show. the money. Yeah. Eventually, down the line. No. I, I listen. I'm going to go to the concert. Okay. You're not that close to her anyway. Right. Go to the concert, Amy. I'm going to say go to the bachelorette thing because you you did say you wish you were closer to her, and this will help nurture that relationship. We'll be and then you can find a concert later. That's a responsible thing, a mature thing to do, Amy. Good for you. Concert. Lunchbox? <laughs> go to the concert. Listen, at the bachelorette party, guess what? There's going to be 15 other girls, so it's not like you're going to get a lot of one-on-one time to grow this friendship. You're one of 15 girls, and he's only in California for two nights, so you got... Oh, you really yeah. got to go to the concert. <laughs> got to go to the concert. <laughs> Eddie? No, you got to go to the bachelorette party. This I is know. your future sister-in-law, dude. You got to start moving now. I hear you. But I'm trying to do more stuff just for me now, too. Because <laughs> I've always just been considered... Go to the concert. Okay, you're two to two. Ray, you get to settle it. You get whatever you say she's going to do. Uh, concert. I mean, Eddie skipped mine. We're still friends. That's, That's true. true. Oh, oh why? True. Why did he skip it? COVID. COVID, but then he went to Florida to Corona Cove and got it. A different time. And are you guys... Two days later. Are you... I mean, was there, like, any rift because of that? Not no, really. Absolutely not. No, we're great friends. All right. Hey, <laughs> Megan, go to the concert. You heard it. Okay. All right, bye. All right, thank you, guys. Oh, oh man. Go to the best I'm going to ask that everybody allow this next person to be a bit vulnerable without making fun of them. You can a little bit at the end because we're all friends here, but don't jump in hard on them until they finish expressing their emotions, okay? Okay. okay. Everybody good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. I do want to go to Raymundo, our audio producer. Oh, great. Well, Ray, what's, what's, why are you doing this? Uh, I just felt left out. Okay. It's the main reason. Okay. So, and listen, BetterHelp is one of our sponsors, and we're advocates of therapy and expressing emotions, and I think that's got with Ray a little bit, and he just wants to share with you guys how, a little bit, his feelings are hurt. This is true. Okay. Ray, go ahead. Yeah, so we all had a dinner before your million-dollar show a couple nights ago, and that was awesome. I got invited to the dinner. It was me, Amy, Lunchbox, Morgan number two. And so we all got invited, but apparently they all got together and decided they're going to ride share together. Meaning everybody but you? Yeah. I wasn't on a text thread. I wasn't in person. So they all just decided to meet at the radio station. Let's figure out ways to save money. So I go to the event. I pull up to the restaurant. I have to pay for parking and do all that. Well, they all had orchestrated this perfectly planned idea to ride share. Did you go into the place by yourself when they all went in as a group and you felt dumb? I was in there 30 minutes before everybody Mm. else. I didn't get the memo that you're supposed to show up fashionably late. Or together with the group. Correct. Who would like to speak? I didn't know this I'll happened. speak on behalf. Yeah, that's messed up. I don't, step up. I don't know that you're the... No, I will. I will. I will. Okay, I'll ahead. step up and talk. Because this is what happened. We were standing in the glass room, and Morgan just said, hey, would everybody like to meet here at 4.30 and ride together? That was it. That was the only talk of it. 
and that was the end of it. Did he not hear? I guess he didn't hear. How come I somebody no- didn't go, what about Ray? Ray's- well, how do I know if he didn't hear? He I was don't in know- the room, wasn't he? Right, he was in the room. Everybody was in that room. So then whoever wanted to show up at 4.30 did, and so me and Morgan were the only ones that showed up. So Morgan and I rode together. That was, was there it. a text thread? No. no. Morgan, can I, you're responsible and... Uh, <laughs> What do you think happened here? Yeah, we were talking, Lunchbox is right. We were talking about it in the glass room and genuinely, I think we just assumed everybody heard it and didn't think twice about it and just kind of moved on. There was no conversation past that and Amy didn't even end up coming. It just ended up being me and Lunchbox. Yeah, so nobody was come. really it, left out. It was out. just me and yeah. Morgan and then Morgan ended up driving because she was like, it's it, cheaper than. Yeah, because it turned out, I was like, if we came all the way here, then I was going to be late. Uh-huh. Might as well just go straight to the venue. So this is what we learned. So, Ray, you weren't alone. First of all. We would never yeah. leave you out, Ray. Never. Ray, you're important to us. <laughs> Okay, Honestly, you. you are. You're so important yeah, to me and the show and just in general. Yeah. One. Two, thanks for sharing. Mm-hmm. And then three, let's just remember, even though we think everybody heard, it'd be nice to check in and be like, hey, everybody knows this could be the plan, right? Text we us. also yeah, know good. Ray is very stressed about time. So if anybody was a minute late, you know what I mean? Like we no, were we going- can't blame him for this because yeah. he came on and shared his emotions. We're not blaming Ray for right, this. Right, right. I, I uh, understand that. I just think for future, yeah, you're absolutely right. We need to have a text thread. And then it probably, uh, what happened is I ran into Lunchbox in the parking garage and ended up walking in with him. So Ray probably so Ray thought felt like I was you guys a came in together. Of, yeah. yeah. And also we said we were going to get there at 445. Ray got there at 430. That's not our <laughs> fault. Like That's not no, our but, fault. But maybe he wouldn't, I, it doesn't I, matter. Ray, we're not blaming Ray because we feel bad. Right. Right, but he was I, like, no, no, but, no, but, no, 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 him saying he was there by himself. No, no, okay, just imagine if it was you. Hope you had a great week. We're back Monday. We'll see you then. Goodbye, friends. The Bobby Ball Show. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines. Plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Canva is awesome for so many reasons for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work.